Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Rachel Shackleton. G'day, mate. And Ash Millman. Hello. Now, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Right? <laughs> Many things are scheduled for the rest of this year. Um, you know, the likes of Death Stranding and Doom and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and whatever. Um, and Jedi Outcast, if it eventually releases on the Switch, they'll know by the time they've seen this. Yeah, that, that's not a new game. That game had a weird launch and I haven't been able to download it. But we thought we'd focus on stuff from next year because as the changing of the generations and whatever the PS5 and whatever the next Xbox is going to be, um, there are a lot of games lined up for 2020 um so we just kind of handpicked a lot of things that we'd say are like the most promising stuff some hot top tier stuff your cyberpunks your last of us and whatever um but also let's start with elden ring yes the collaboration between- get in and around my elden ring i'm so excited for this game was that too far no the perfect <laughs> level as long as you don't swear youtube's totally fine just uh, stick it in your ring but just don't swear do, about do whatever it. you want with your ring it's uh, it doesn't matter but oh. yeah so this is the um the combined the rpg that's coming from george R. R. martin and hidetaka miyazaki of dark souls slash from software fame um, Rach, what do you think? So, Elden Ring, it's going to be <laughs> amazing. I feel like I was a bit skeptical when I first saw footage of Sekiro because I was like, this is a new direction. Mm. Don't know where they're going with this. Um, but after how good Sekiro ended up being and how much I like instantly took to it, mm-hmm. you know, I can say that's fine. We don't always need these games to be medieval. Mm. The medieval ones are better. But anyway. Dropping it in. Yeah, you might be right. Well, uh, yes, mm. of course I'm right. Mm. Uh, so when we see Elden Ring and we see a lot of kind of Norse kind of imagery, very, very high fantasy, mm-hmm. I am... Totally confident that this is going to be <laughs> flipping incredible. Ash, do you think you'll pick it up after the debacle that was finishing Sekiro? <laughs> no, I don't. No, I'll probably try it. I'll try it out. I'll give it another go. I, I'm open to giving things a go. I gave Sekiro a go. I've tried Dark Souls. I've done Bloodborne. I've given them all a go. So I'll you know, give you're it. good at Bloodborne. I, I enjoy Bloodborne the most out of all of them. So I think I'll, I think because because it's George R. R. Mm. Martin as well, that's tapping into my little fangirl heart. And uh, I'll need to see, especially because it's Norse mythology. Norse mythology and George R. R. Martin. Like, I think it's like... Two, two pronged attack. It my... seems to be like because it's a, it's a whole original world. I think <laughs> on my ring, on my sensibilities. I'm talking about the rings. And I think it's like a whole bunch. It's like apparently some new world that George Martin has conceptualized <laughs> oh. from the ground up. Apparently he did the story and the world, and then Hidetaka uh, Miyazaki and the From Software people handed the gameplay side of it. Um, so apparently it's going to be like more of an open world like kind of structure with these various sort of kingdoms that you'll go into and defeating bosses, learning abilities, and moving your way towards um, taking back the Elden Ring. Mm. Um, but like yeah, trying to like sort of twin like what we associate with George Martin with what we associate with From Software. 
software, mm. um, I would just assume that it's going to have a bigger, a way bigger story element because even Sekiro finally had cutscenes and a talking yeah. protagonist and things like that. Well, if you think about George R. R. Martin's approach to narrative and how brutal mm. he is with like crafting stories, then having the brutal gameplay gameplay approach from from software, it's going to be a very brutal game. <laughs> like, it's probably going to get you really involved and kill off everything you love and then make you try and kill everything you love at the same uh, time. Like. Well, okay, we predict that this game ends with you killing yourself. Oh, probably. They I always mean, do. It kind of happens every time. <laughs> In Dark Souls is kind of ending. So. Where, do you, where are you guys on? Kind of where you're at in, in terms of like the difficulty stuff. Mm. And like we both got, we did both finish Sekiro and Mini Road. Well, once um, I still need to do the. the you got there. Yeah. Saw the credits. My, my whole thing with that game and when you fight uh, the uh, Sword Saint at the end, um, that was like, yeah, Final Boss. That was like one of the most that any game has pushed me recently where I really had to be like, I hate did you, this. Did you come out of it like a much better person? I, mm, not in the same way as <laughs> when I beat Ornstein and Smile. Like I think I've done that so many times now, but like it was just with Sekiro it was like they really push you to the brink and they make you it's it's so hard like that thing is ludicrously it is hard honestly like trial by fire it mm. sounds so lame but I did come away from that like a changed person right. like I learned what it was like to be in the pits of like <laughs> I am not good enough I can't do this and then do it oh Climbing my out. god yes I remember screaming at my TV because the whole thing with Sekiro <laughs> is when you beat uh, a boss you have to we're finish we're selling this to you I know yeah, go back and <laughs> climb into a pit of despair the whole thing in that game when you beat a boss is that uh, the boss will go into an animation where you have to finish them off. So even though you might have depleted their life bar, you're still waiting for that one prompt to finish them. And if you miss that, they get health back and you have to keep fighting them. Um, so that bit when I finally like defeated the dude's life bar and then I was like waiting for the prompt, just let me have this over with. And I was hammering the R1 button. So when that finally came together, I was just going, yes, just die, just be done. <laughs> I just wanted to resume my life. Scott Noises. <sighs> it was just, that was a hell of a time. And I don't know whether I want more of that or oh, not. Oh, we absolutely want more of that Aww. with Elden Ring. I'm really looking forward to seeing gameplay of this. So yes. that was revealed last E3, which was in the summer. It's heck in October. It's gone, mate. Almost now. Mm -hmm. uh, so really hoping we get to see more about that soon. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of hoping that with George Martin on board, obviously, like I said, he was the world building kind of guy, but with them, with From Software only, only getting bigger and bigger, like I think Sekiro was their best selling thing so far as yeah. well. Um, I would kind of hope they maybe smooth over some of the difficulty spikes Ooh. so that it's oh, not as brutal. Just a little bit. Give me, you know. I All I can say is I'm very much looking forward to watching someone speed run it. That'll be my experience <laughs> of the game. Mm -hmm. um, next one down is a game that we sort of did various DAWs in the direction of, which is Biomutant. Um, oh, which a lot of people might not know. Um, I can actually look up the developer, but this is like an open world game where you play as this mutant cat um, that can wield like oversized weapons. You can ride mounts. Um, We're debating whether it's a cat or not. I think, we it's, always, a, yeah, I, I think mm, it's a raccoon. You think it's a raccoon? You think it's a... A daegu. A daegu? <laughs> What's a daegu? A daegu is a desert rat. Okay, I think it's more like a red panda. It's kind of like, I mean, it's a mutant. I guess it's kind of all <laughs> yeah. at once. Um, but yeah, you can pick like different um, aesthetic things for your character. Like it's It might not sound it might sound kind of twee and weird and throwaway but it's like looking at it it's it's kind of impressive how much of a full-on triple a gorgeous looking game that it is yeah honestly the whole i'm a massive fan of any kind of character creation in games mm. and the fact that character creation plays such a big part in this game like instantly hooked me on it like from the very first like whispers that we got like oh by the way your character design changes how <laughs> you're gonna play i was like oh my god why has no one ever done this before right uh, i'm so excited what was some game. of that stuff because you've you, I yeah, you so, mentioned um, to me a while ago yeah, I wrote a little bit about it in uh, 10 Best Character Creators in Video Games.
games. And Biomutant, I put in number one because it just sounds so revolutionary. Mm. Hopefully it does come out next year. Mm -hmm. At the minute, I think we've just got rumors for release. Yes, the, um, the Wikipedia has it listed as like January, but yeah, yeah, it seems yeah. to be I mean, that would be great, but January's pretty soon, baby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so basically, if you make a really thick, fluffy, stocky character, he's going to be like a tank kind of character. He's going to move a lot slower, but he's going to take a lot less damage, that sort of stuff. You make mm -hmm. a really skinny, tiny little rat, and he'll be quicker. That's more of a dodge kind of character. And mm -hmm. I love that. So it's like aesthetics is your build. Yes, yeah. exactly. I love that. I like the idea of it. Something like the, um, like, because I haven't seen on the uh, gameplay footage that they've put out, it's mm -hmm. mostly the same kind of form factor that they've shown so far. Like, there's different colors and different loadouts and stuff. But I love the idea that you can just be like a big heckin' chonk. And that'll <laughs> yeah. like, make you more of a tank character. Um, but yeah, in some of the gameplay, they showed the uh, sword combat, lots of aerial stuff. Um, bits when you had like a mount, there was a mm -hmm. lovely little sunset. Yeah. That, you, you, know, you, can, um, you can, as you go through the game, you can upgrade yourself. I like mm -hmm. that. You can kind of go and uh, collect like DNA, almost kind of like spore, mm -hmm. and upgrade yourself. You can give yourself like metal wings, and then you can glide about, and it just sounds incredible. It's just, it's looking at it, because I'd heard the name, and then I remember when uh, I think Rachel was the first person that sent me it, and I was like, oh man, like you look at the footage of it, and it's, you'd think it was coming from like a naughty dog or something like that. Yeah. Like the yeah. general polish of that world just looks stunning. It's almost like a horizon, but with a cat protagonist. It I'm reminds me of, do, do you guys play The Legend of K on PS2? Oh god, that rings it's a bell. Like, it's, a, it's about a cat who's oh, like learned to be a fighter. I know that one. It's yeah. a little ginger cat. Yeah, oh, so good. It, blow me. It reminds me so much of Legend of K, like updated for like modern audiences because nice. it's got like it's it's oh, it's just such a wonderful little game. <laughs> but you're this cat, you're going through the land trying to beat all the evil gorillas and all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just so lovely and weird. And like Biomutant's taken that kind of like template, taken it here, and mm -hmm. then ramped the weird up to 546 because it's like it's so ludicrously like jumbled. Everything is so like. Yeah, there's like it. a lot of like sporadic sort of design influences like from like open world template stuff to like, I mean, there's hardly any games of this uh, scope or scale that have like like animal protagonists. Mm. Like I feel like just general sort of like immediately yeah. iconic, yeah. like memorable, like everyone's talking about the goose game because it's the only game with the goose. And so it's like, you know, something like that, it immediately yeah. helps them sort of like become more memorable than talked about. Honk. But Honk <laughs> indeed. It's, a, I don't know, I kind of feel like it's just, it's about time. Something like this came back around. Take I a platform aesthetic yeah. and do it bigger. So yeah. Um, next one down is um, John with Hex. Now this does come out in 2019 on PC and Mac, mm -hmm. but it's on consoles. Um, I think scheduled again for January next year. Right. Um, this is a weird uh, take on mm -hmm. what could be like a full-on action game because obviously the John Wick movies are known for being like really over the top, slow motion, and what? Actually, there's no slow motion in it. My mind went to slow motion because I thought of the Matrix it's not and Keanu Reeves. It's the opposite of that. Lots of headshots and lots of blood and lots of killing. Um, but in the game, it's more like a turn-based thing. It's being made by this little indie dev called Bithel, um, who did Thomas Was Alone. <laughs> That's such a satisfying name. Well, it's a dude. It's he's called Thomas Bithel. Um, I think it's. Yeah, Mike, no, Mike Bithell. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, did um, uh, Thomas Was Alone and did this game called Volume that was a top-down mm -hmm. Metal Gear tribute. Um, and then now he's like managed to get the like license or whatever to do a John Wick game. Um, but you guys have watched the trailer as well. What did yeah. you think? Because it's not what you might expect. Um, in very unlike myself, I'm going to be quite pessimistic about what this. What the game. hell? I feel like the only thing that will sell this game is the John Wick sort of mm. movies. I was looking at it and it's just like, it looks like, ugh, like they've tried to do what 13 did with the cell shading and mm -hmm. stuff, but it just, uh, it just See, I, I put it down because it's, it's weird the way that it's coming together because like I think aesthetically yeah it's like cell shady you can kind of tell it's meant to be Keanu Reeves but yeah. then the combat is turn based and you're sort of like burning actions to take people out I put it down as a promising thing because it could yes. be nice it could work um, but it's also not what people expect I don't yeah. know I feel like I feel like the aesthetics of it will sell it definitely and it looks really interesting but mm. I think nobody's going to remember it in about four months time right, right. I think it's going to come out and everyone will go oh yeah interesting and then it's gone I At think the end it would have helped day, it. it's still a video game movie isn't yeah. it sorry movie a movie video game yes it's I think it would have helped it a lot more if it came out alongside John Wick 3 yeah. Or yeah. if it was because it's it kind of has 
almost like a mobile game feel mm. like it's it's almost it's top yeah. down like you know you're sort of like placing where you want to be but for me um as someone who loved like metal gear acid and XCOM and turn based stuff i like the idea of you know you have like a few punch cards and kick cards and gun yeah. cards and it's like how are you going to play this deck to sort of get through okay. a combat scenario and then maybe it'll come together at least it's a at least it's a more of a risk for something that could have just been like a basic shooter could have made it just a board game could have just yeah. it's got cards and all that could've you probably would you probably get a john wick board game eventually if there's yeah. a shovel knight board game then yeah. you might get a john wick one i know is the, okay yeah yeah there is sadly that's that thing yeah another thing that's promising for 2020 is a shovel knight board game um next one down is vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 <gasps> now me yes. and ash know nothing about this but i know you're a fan oh my god i'm a tell fan. the world i'm a fan so i was sick of hearing about this coming up in what culture list and i thought right i'm finally gonna jump <laughs> the on first the game, bandwagon oh yes, yes of course the first one because everyone always talked about it being this this really right underrated unknown rpg that mm. was incredible so i finally gave it a go this year and oh my god the memes <laughs> the bands from this game is incredible i uh. love it i love it so much um i haven't actually gotten around to playing it that much but like the few hours that i have spent in it has convinced me that the sequel is going to be amazing so it's like because i yeah i've also read about it a lot and i like we've we've talked about it a lot it's been in like a variety of yeah. videos like, i know and like i know that it has like that yeah. that like really hardcore fandom as well that know it inside out and recommend it yeah. to everybody and like, um, but it's it's first person. You play as a vampire, I assume. Yeah, you can play it in third person, but yeah, you are a vampire. There's different kinds of vampires you can be. Some like, for example, like old kind of Nosferatu kind of style. Oh, they can't good. be seen, otherwise they break okay. the masquerade. You can play as a, what's called a Malkavian. That's my character. They're very strange. <laughs> Their dialogue options are totally weird because they speak in like Shakespearean. Okay. They're so funny. And or you could be um, uh, I can't remember all the names. I just remember Malkis because mm -hmm. they're great. Um, ones that are kind of like they go into like almost kind of werewolf kind of beast mode mm. and they're melee like brawlers so that kind of style so that it's immediately like a, seems to be so much to this it's yeah. a proper rpg and then very early on in the game you have this haunted hotel level which i just i think <laughs> I'll, i don't think i'll ever forget that uh -huh. yeah like, isn't that why someone died because of a piano was that not that it, it game? was actually it was an elevator i remember, okay. I remember hearing about I remember someone being squished devices. in that place elevator. but um, yeah i guess for bloodlines 2 it kind of seems like it would have a much wider release because that absolutely original game i think was only on like pc or whatever and it's yeah. like that gave it that cult classic kind of feel but it's about time that I mean one it's about time we had better vampires to play as oh, or just any vampires no. to play as so I've checked out the um, I think it was the IGN footage mm -hmm. and um, it looks like it's very early like I, like, uh, I hope it's uh, had some work <laughs> since then uh -huh. um, but it looks like it plays exactly the same but like turned up to 11 you can scale buildings up mm -hmm. the side of buildings okay. and stuff and the actual like dialogue trees sound a lot more complicated and oh it's just gonna be so good I'm game for uh, <laughs> playing as a vampire because yeah. for me the only game that like pulled that off uh, unless I'm Forgetting something, something was Blood Omen Two. Like one of our old school classic games that only well, three there people was played. Vampire, which I've watched a bit of. Vampire was fine. Yeah. I like Vampire. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I wanted that to be so much better than it was. But uh, yeah, actually, yeah, Vampire. That's what I was like. Oh, I'm sure there's something I'm forgetting. Vampire or Vampire was the uh, the thing that came out a couple Bring of years ago. Bring us a Twilight video game and let us. Play <gasps> that. That's what it should be. Should be just yes. sparkling. Why Ashman? Sparkling Sun Boys. No. Because Twilight is a cult classic. Yeah. A gem mm. of the genre. Can't, can't allow for dead air. <laughs> but, but no. Um, I, <laughs> I guess the, the comments or people on social media can come um, bombard us with their thoughts on Twilight as to whether it's a cold <laughs> classic. We definitely endured it. Oh, it's a bad time. But the next thing down is Cyberpunk 2077. Now, obviously, this thing is promising as hell. I guess um, it'll be all right. It might be all right. You never know. <laughs> um, CD Projekt Red with a little bit of a pedigree in the background. Oh. Um, but yeah, where are you guys on, on Cyberpunk right now? Very you... excited. Yes, good. If we can get it, it all. That's it, honestly. No, just it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's more CD Project Red after The Witcher 3. I've waited so long for more to come from them. Uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. It's Witcher 3 in like space futuristic mm. based on board game already got the world built that they can then 
like expand upon. They are so good at taking the source material, extrapolating from it, and mm. turning it into something truly immersive. And Cyberpunk 2077 looks like everything is leading towards a really, really intensive gameplay that's towards that sort of side of mm -hmm. things. So I'm very excited. You are very it. excited. It's uh, it seems so humongous. Like you said, they have the original source material, the 2020 book, yep. um, and they've kind of like they've taken some characters from like Keanu Reeves as Johnny Silverhand. Yep. They've sort of like got his band in there, which is Samurai, Samurai, and all that kind of thing. I just like seeing the way he says Samurai, where he sort of like dodders through it, like <laughs> Samurai. And um, they seem like to be taking all the sort of things that people associate with that, get uh, with the original book, and then extrapolating mm. them out. Um, how do you guys think that you'll play it? If you're given a full Cyberpunk city, complete free reign, do you try and become a bandit? Uh, do you try and become friends with everybody? Always have to play these games as a good person. So okay. I will try through with with as little badness <laughs> as possible. Befriending we'll all the ganglers. We'll I'll be getting arm blades and 100%. severing everyone. I was say, oh, I almost swore then. Uh, getting some mantis blades and absolutely yes. like chopping people up. No, yeah, if I'm going to be a bad guy, so 100%. <laughs> kill everyone, take all the, the upgrades, stick them in mm -hmm. my head. Okay, yeah, so some of the like, footage that they showed, they sort of, everyone assumed it was going to be third person. They shifted to first person. They show, they've now shown off a lot more of that stuff. Um, but I guess in terms of the combat, like, do you like the look of that stuff? Because it's way, they've never done anything like this before. They've never, mm. CD Projekt Red have never done like a first person, you know, cover shooter type thing before. Um, I've kind of come around on it a lot. Initially, I was like, I just want the Witcher with a cyberpunk yeah. setting um, just because I want to see my character and things like that. Um, but where are you guys on that stuff in terms of how it looks to play based on old school CD uh, Projekt Red stuff? I think, I think it's really interesting for them to go back to the, the first person shooter thing. And I think they can do it really, really well. Mm. But I think they need to, I think once you get into it, you're going to be able to see the RPG elements more. We haven't seen them so far, but I think there is going to be obviously you coming out and seeing your character and cutscenes and everything because they've said that mm -hmm. there will be. And there's no point in having a massive character custom creation sort of thing if you're not ever going to see them or be able mm. to like benefit from the whole aesthetics thing. There was that weird thing um, where, yeah, they were like, oh, you're not going to see your characters in cutscenes because everything will be first person. Mm. But they have shown off, uh, like, there was the reveal trailer at E3, I think it was in 2017, mm. um, where your character comes out of a lift. Like, they go up an elevator and yep. they come out and you do see them in third person. Mm. So I'm hoping that there's something. Otherwise, it does negate the whole point of a yeah. customization system. Um, Rachel, what do you think of first person shooting things in a cyberpunk city? I'm going to be completely honest with you all and say that um, cyberpunk convinced me a long time ago and I have not been looking at much footage since. Mm. I'm trying not. I'm trying to just go in and just discover everything as I play it. Uh -huh. And because of that, that makes me a very bad video game journalist. <laughs> but um, yes, I know bare bones about this to game. To be fair, I'm doing the exact same thing with Death Stranding. I'm looking at the gameplay stuff, but that's it. I haven't, I've stayed away from the story. Yeah. I, I know like a basic <laughs> framework and that's it. Plus, considering how something like this, there's already that conversation on whether the hypes ran away with cyberpunk and whether yes, they're making something that, that isn't. Is a, you know. That is what it is. I'm just scared of getting too hyped. To be mm. honest, I'm kind of at that stage with Biomutant where I'm worried about how hype I am. <laughs> like, it's just going to disappoint me if I get too much more hype. Mm. How can um, a game about a mutant cat with giant wings and blades fail? I ask can't. you. It can't. It can't, can it? It's, no. it's going to be game of the year 2020, <laughs> like how Goose Game is for Whoa, this year. Oh, more than Cyberpunk? I mean, we'll have to Ooh. wait and see. One of, them, one of them might be better. I don't know. It's a biocat. So. It is a biocat. Next thing down is Ori and the Wood of the Wisps, oh. uh, which is another Xbox exclusive. Um, now, they haven't, I don't think they've shown that much of this. We know that it's obviously a side scrolling platformer yeah. in Metroidvania, and it looks gorgeous as well. There's been a trailer, so it looks mm -hmm. like there's going to be, so in Ori, there's like seven or eight or so like power ups you get like throughout that obviously let you then reach the rest of the map it just looks like they've got more stuff like that mm. for example the um the owl that you save from the first one <laughs> it looks like he plays a part you can fly on his back and Good. stuff like that so like basically i'm really hoping it's the exact same game but with um a few extra added mechanics mm. it's like that game had like a, a subtle metroidvania thing too like you said you get the it abilities it's absolutely a metroidvania yeah and it's like once you like explore the whole map you feel really confident jumping around everywhere that game's like locomotion like mm. it already looks absolutely lush but that game moves so well it's so like, fun just to try 
travel around. Yeah, you know? and it has like this system that I don't think, not that I can think of any other games have taken it, but it has like a custom checkpoint system where you bank the energy that you have that you might use as projectiles. You can mm. bank it to create a checkpoint. 100%. So like, which that, I love. <laughs> it can be the best thing in the world and also the worst you thing in the world. You can damn yourself. <laughs> oh my God. But like if you know that you went up against, like you, you can just kind of sense sometimes there's a gauntlet of platforms mm. or a big boss or whatever. I just want to make a checkpoint. Um, for me, one of my pet peeves is always bad checkpoint placement. Mm. So like that's a way to solve it for the most part. Um, especially like, you know, in a era where for the most part video games should have solved something like checkpointing yeah. across the board. Um, Ash, did you play the original? I did not. It's on my list to play when the other one comes out. I want mm. to kind of like roll them into each other so that I can do them all in one. But yeah, I, I've, the amount yeah. of artwork and everything I've seen from it and how nice it looks. I'm very excited for the mm-hmm. second one to come out. And it's like an Xboxy one, isn't it? As yeah, well, yeah, so it's so exclusive. Like, oh, Microsoft, my Which guys. I don't know if it's... Well, it's coming out on Switch this week as well. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, you can go, you can go pick up um, Blind Forest on uh, Switch. But the, um, the thing with the way that game was developed was all around the world, like a bunch of different studios in different places all around the world that mm-hmm. shared assets and came together. I don't know if the, if the new one has the same ethos, but I love that approach. Yeah. Like multicultural or whatever. You bring everybody together. I think that's kind of cool. Oh, I think it's the new one is absolutely going to... It's going to be bigger and better, but mm. I think it will be lacking some of that sort of like first try at a game charm right. yeah, that you yeah, get yeah, yeah. Like from the first version Which of the game. Which permeates that I'm, original so much. Like it's the little yeah. game that could kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. That kind of style. I was having tr- trouble articulating <laughs> that there, but you know what I mean. It's colorful and lovely. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Um, next one I've got down is just Halo Infinite. Now, they haven't showed any gameplay for this. What are you scrunching your face for, Ashmill? I'm really not bothered about Halo anymore. I, like... I, I want to be because I it, I used to love it. But you I... literally just berated it today. I didn't berate it. I, I made a whole point about I just don't know where it can go. And so yeah. I've got this down as a promising thing because it could be, you know, a lovely bit more Halo. I quite like what they've just done with Modern Warfare. So maybe then you go back to a, you know, Halo framework and mm. it's all on a beach and it's like the silent cartographer. And, eh. Yeah. Eh. It's so, it's yeah. Old news. Maybe it's a bit old news. Where's your Halo fan, right? I used to be a Halo fan. Me too. Uh, played t- two to death and then Good. also played three and haven't played any since. 
do you want to do you want to play? Actually, I played five. Oh yeah, that's so, <laughs> so forgettable five. Well, that's the thing, right? Because ever, ever since three four three took over, it just has that. I mean, I like Halo Four. I like five, but it has that air of just being like, eh. Like Halo used to be like world commandingly popular, mm, yeah. like just shutting down New York as I a think, new game was out. I think it's just a sign of different times. Like mm. for me, when I look back on loving Halo, my brain goes, oh yeah, remember land parties? Those were great. Remember? Bring them back. Yeah. Just just remember set up a little little multiplayer, local multiplayer with all your friends and mm -hmm. your batteries going out and your three. 60 controllers and just stuff like that and I went like turbo <laughs> Scott there for some reason I'm debating because um, I keep I, I keep this is a not related to this whatsoever but I keep saying to my friends that we should all buy those old like really blocky CRT monitors and do an old school LAN party oh, that would be really don't good don't like, rich come, like, I don't running know I'm sprinting in. and I've already got one ah! get them out. the 12 inch monitor or whatever it is oh, um, but yeah I, so yeah Halo kind of just seems like it could go either way but the way that they're approaching it they're ditching the numbers which mm. is said they were going to do after Halo 5 um, and it could just be like you know just here's some Halo it doesn't yeah. have to worry about continuing the story. It Which can just is play really well. good for fans. Yeah. And like they finally sorted the Master Chief collection. It literally took like three years, but at least that thing is playable and match mm. makes and whatever now. So maybe just some Halo would be good in a way. I'm glad that it's maybe. happening for the people that like Halo. I'm glad that it's there, <laughs> but I also think that it's 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 run its course. Yeah. And like I think it's one of those things that'd be great to leave to like breathe for ages mm. and then come back again and be like, oh, okay, here's a new thing. Maybe yeah, it's like a time. comeback yeah. rather than, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, to some degree, it just feels like they just want to hit some targets because mm. Halo 5 like didn't go down very well and like ended on a weird cliffhanger and mm. whatever, which like the trailer for Infinite just kind of seems like they're wiping their hands of the weird cliffhanger from with Cortana and whatever. It's only going to matter to like me and 20 other people for this, <laughs> but it's still, um, Next game I've got down is uh, Psychonauts 2. Did you guys play Psychonauts? No, I did not. I've dabbled in bits of it. Okay. It's not one of the I know Jules absolutely loves it, yes. and the art's lovely, and the concept of it's very cool. So I'm excited for Psychonauts 2. Yeah, so this will be like a little short, but it's just worth mentioning that like it's the next game from Double Fine, or it will be one of their bigger ones uh, next year. Um, Double Fine have kind of signed on to be like an Xbox studio, so mm -hmm. like maybe they'll help out with the budget and stuff. Um, but yeah, Psychonauts is you play as Raz Rasputin, who's just like goes to the Psychonauts camp. Raz, 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 Raz Rasputin. <laughs> and, uh, and you learn to like sort of go into different people's minds, and that dictates what the level is. So if yeah. you go to this like sergeant he's got like, this military thing and um, you have this really cool little friend called I think it's called Dugan um, and like there's this kind of like Inception style thing mm -hmm. where you're going into people's minds and you know removing bad thoughts and making their day better yeah. and whatever I love um, that like what I could tell from like looking at footage of the first one for work and whatever mm -hmm. is that it really reminds me of Invader Zim did you watch Invader mm -hmm. Zim? Yeah like that kind no. of really like what? I didn't but you did <laughs> just a really zany like nothing will make sense and you will love it kind of style okay was Invader Zim about invading minds? Uh, no, no. There's an invader okay. called Zim from but space. I see. Just yeah. let me talk about Invader Zim. I'm, I'm letting, but I don't. I want to know more about the Zim. What did he invade? What did he invade? Earth. Them? He invaded Earth. Okay. <laughs> Basically, the point I'm getting I need at to know. is, I love a bit of weird and wonderful, and it sounds mm -hmm. weird and wonderful. Plus, like the abilities that you had in that game, it was like you had the. I forget how you summoned it, but there was like this big bouncy ball you could bounce mm. on, and like the general sense of platforming was quite light, and like you know, it encouraged sort of like acrobatics and stuff. It's just there's a feel to Psychonauts that was great, it was like backed up by the double fine comedy. So like, I'm game for more Psychonauts, even though it feels like this one's kind of gone under the radar a little bit, uh, mainly because of the first one's reputation, I guess. Um, next thing down is Last of Us Two, which yes. is. A big old deal, and we're recording this uh, on the day of the state of play, but that yeah. isn't out for another few hours. Um, but the leaked um, release date is already out as the February the twenty eighth. So if that's true, then we're getting Last of Us two in like four months. That, so which is yeah. Am I the only one really surprised about that? Like normally, How do you mean? it just seems like we've had nothing for ages, and suddenly it's four it should be ready away. to come. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um, yeah, it's it feels like it's ready to pop kind of thing. It's good. I feel like more games should do this. Mm -hmm. Wait and be absolutely certain of the release date before they tease it yeah. to people. Which is what Rockstar usually do, and at least they sort of employ enough time taken to perfect it, and then go, "Here's the fully formed GTA Five, yes. as opposed oh, to Bethesda God. going, "Here's Fallout," and it doesn't work. All I can say is like. 
I want to show you, I want to be able to hear <laughs> Rub this. the hands. My greasy little palms are ready for this content. I'm so excited for part two. Like, I just want to dive right in there and see what's going on. So here. we'll, um, we're apparently going to, at the state of play, that's going to be, that'll be out by the time you guys see this, because it'll be, this will go live the day after the state Happy of play. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. We'll know uh, more about The Last of Us 2, because assumedly it's getting some big gameplay showcase or something worthwhile as to why it's been associated with the event. Um, but yeah, the leaked release date is for February, but I guess the general storyline of The Last of Us mm-hmm. seems like they're going way darker in The Last of Us 2. Yeah. Um, as an open question, though, what do you guys want to see from The Last of Us 2. Just more Ellie. Oh my Ellie god, I love Ellie so much. Oh my god, I love her. I love where her story's going. I'm just so excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the trailer they put out where she's at the dance and she's oh talking to like god, her potential heart. new girlfriend or whatever, um, and she finally smiles. It's like one of the. It's the most smallest thing, but it breaks me. Ellie being happy. I'm. I'm so there for that character. The amount of stuff Ooh, that she's been through. But she's gonna have so much more. I like, know. And she's full game of, of more. She's like full of tattoos. There's kind of this prevailing theory that the game is in two timelines. Um, that like because um, she doesn't have the. I think. I think I'm right in saying she doesn't have the tattoos when she's at the dance scene with the girl. Okay. Um, so the assumption is that everything goes wrong after that moment, and that's why in and the trailer a, yeah. it zooms out and she's in the forest and she's mm. covering the tattoos and she's like, I'm going to kill them all and whatever. Um, because if she, if any of the word gets out that she's the one human with the cure, obviously that makes her incredibly valuable. Mm. Um, and maybe that's like a whole side of it. And Neil Druckmann, um, creative director, has said that the theme of the game is hate. So it's like, <gasps> good, Man, <laughs> I guess be, things are going to get dark. It's going to be hard, like hard. Yeah. Like it's going to be hard, but I, oh, oh, it's going to be good. I, I want to see more like Joel. I want to see Joel's mm. broken ass, like psych from all of this. I, mm, with with Joel, ass. I don't know yeah. what else you can do with Joel's broken ass. Like I'm thinking if like, if he's, because there's that another theory that he's already dead. He passed he between games. In this game, he is in this game to die. He is in this game to absolutely <laughs> annihilate my soul. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's going to be so sad. I want to be broken. I think with that though, because they obviously Naughty Dog are aware of the whole Joel's because the first trailer they had for it when Ellie's playing the guitar and Joel walks in yes. and says what are, you, what are you up to kid like there's that whole thing where once we start playing the game if we notice that no characters are addressing Joel mm. then Joel is in Ellie's head I'm <gasps> totally calling that oh I'm gonna cry and just, uh, maybe that's like a vision oh. that, that she sees oh, I love uh, Joel so much as a character he's one mm-hmm. of my favourite video game characters ever and I Same. sort of love to hate him because he's like oh he's, he makes so many bad decisions but mm-hmm. he does it for good reasons. Totally. So and human. He's so yeah. human. I love him. I want him to be my dad. Give, give me flawed characters. Like that's <laughs> yeah. like they create the best discussions, and that's like that's what I think this will hopefully bring about. Like I think Naughty Dog scriptwriters are some of the best in the business. Oh yeah. Um, twin with the sort of like production values that yeah. are sky high for this thing. Um, I also hope that the woman that we see in the early trailers is Ellie's mum. Um, because that yeah. gives Joel something to do. Like, mm. I don't think Joel has that much of a, of a role left to play. Mm. It's more about Ellie now. Um, whereas I think if you bring in um, Ellie's mum, which mm. is that one with the hammer in the original trailer, um, if that is true, then... Um, it's got a beam. Yeah, assumedly. Then you have all the conversations around Joel being like the like a stand-in father and like, you know, what is really family in this oh. world and all that kind of thing. I just think there's a massive redemption arc in it for Joel. Mm. Like, as in, like, there's going to be some, like, storyline where he's got to make up for, like, the sins of the past sort of thing. Yeah. And he's got, She's going to find out. Oh, like, there's got to be something where he's, he's trying to make up for that and that's going to be the arc of this I think as well mm. obviously hate because of the whole big secrets mm-hmm. finding out sort of thing but I think I think Joel has stuff to do but it's it's just not going to be nice plus like one of the best things about that ending that cut to black ending is that you can totally run with it that Ellie already knows yeah. um, and Neil Druckmann did a whole presentation about how the real meaning to take away from that game is not necessarily that it's about independence on Ellie's part or about mm. a lie or whatever it's actually about feminism and that she's able to finally see through him and realise that she doesn't need him and that mm. when she like sort of the way she says okay is her acceptance of just saying well actually now I have the power in this scenario yeah. 
scenario because the dynamics have changed and I know yeah. that you're lying to me, but I'm I'm going to take that on and move forward. I accept this truth as well. Yeah, mine. exactly. So there's like there's a way to sort of take it that way as well. But mm. I like initially loved uh, that cut to black ending. I think mm. it's like legendary. Um, so I'm kind of cautious on what they do because like the the fact that they just had the stones to end it like that yeah. was initially so monolithic. Um, but there's a lot to play for still in terms of you know yeah. characters and it's, it's almost been so long since I first played that game because I mm. played that when it was on PlayStation 3 and it was a long long time ago but mm-hmm. obviously it's obviously it sticks with you mm-hmm. um, and I just kind of hope that I uh, I don't know I hope I've not been romanticizing it. Oh all man, this time. It, it it holds up really well. It does. Like yeah, I played it like last year or whenever this mm. year. Oh, you did, yeah. and, and it played it's incredible. It's like still mm. as good as everything out today. Like it's if not better. It's like oh, one yeah, of totally. the lasting storylines. I would still totally recommend it if you want. Yeah. I'm probably going to go back and replay it. I might do. Yeah, yeah. yeah just because for the sake it. of like seeing what other plot threads get picked up on and carried forward and stuff, mm. and it's a it's good as a refresher. I hope the sequel holds up. Yes. Um. So we have only two left. Um. One of these is Marvel's The Avengers, which I'm putting down as promising because again, I hope mm. that it sort of has more to it than the stuff that yep. they've shown so far. Um, but it's a little bit weird, the sort of on-rails thing that they showed. I know it's a tutorial. Ooh, but... I quite like it. Yeah, actually. I think it production-wise it looks great. But yeah, where are you guys on it? I, well, I when we first saw it, I mean, I guess the first thing everyone was thinking about was, these are not my Avengers. Mm. Who are these people? Yeah, I sort um, of took that as a given. But, but yeah, yeah, no, I'm totally, I'm kind of behind it now. I really like it. It's, mm-hmm. like, a, it's like a new start kind of thing. It's new characters we can get to know. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, same characters, but new. Different look, yeah, different potential different plot threads, yeah. Um, different kind of humor as well. I don't know if you were looking. At. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, no. I actually feel like we've got we've got open game, open world games are ten a penny these days. So mm-hmm. I feel like having it on the rails, kind of very linear. Like now you will be Black Widow, and mm. now you will be Hulk. I really like. That's that. what I. Yeah, I love the the structure of that, where it's like you drop in, and you'll get like you know familiar with different move sets, and it goes character by character. It was just like some of the stuff when they showed Iron Man flying looked. A li- it reminded me a little bit of the Iron Man Three app game, where <laughs> oh. it was just kind of like the like and it's a runner, and you're the yeah. camera's behind him, and you're okay. just shooting stuff. Because I'm like obviously very aware that they're making something for all ages. It's obviously one of the biggest properties on the planet, so they can't take too many risks with gameplay. It's gonna have to be very accessible and playable. So for me, I'm like I'm um, like again, I've got it down as a promising thing. Yeah. But I have I'm yet to see something on the gameplay side where I was like oh man I can't wait to do that how good is a good easy game though how good Mm. is it to just like spend a couple months playing Elden Ring total (laughs) kick in your ass and then play Avengers and it's so easy you're not wrong just have a lovely time it's true as someone who's who's balancing um, Borderlands 3 with a goose game then yeah it's you know you need the combo but actually I think you watched the footage as well I did yeah I'm not uh, I'm not particularly like invested in Avengers as a a gaming franchise Mm. we like the films and everything but Mm -hmm. I think that the way that they're playing with it and um, doing it a bit differently and a lot like the on the rails thing as well. I think all the different characters look really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I, I love Thor. I think Thor's like my favorite character. Yes. Thor is hammer like yeah. God of War style. So I, I'd have just a whole game of Thor doing his <laughs> stuff. Like that would be well, great. Presumably the tutorial would be the one that gets you to know everyone. And mm-hmm. then there would be like later levels where it's just so. Thor's yeah. level kind of mm-hmm. thing. But just so. a whole game of Thor. You just play that. <laughs> just play that and then quit after that. Yeah. They have um, said that they, because I haven't shown this yet, but they've said they're going to be doing all these like multiplayer scenarios where they'll plug different fights in. Yeah. It'll be like a living game and whatever. Mm-hmm. And you'll be responding to different things. So I think in, in that mode, you can pick Thor and you can play as him and it'll be more like Marvel Ultimate <laughs> Lions. Thank you for Just letting you know. feeding my fantasies here. I also hope that because they've been talking about different skins, like you can get uh, the Joe Fixit skin, mm. you can get Grey Hulk and whatever, they have to do dad bod Thor. They Otherwise, what are we even doing in this life? 
Yes. I know. I want to add Thor because he's my spirit animal and I just want to be him, <laughs> smashing the crap out of stuff. But yeah, in terms of the gameplay um, for Thor, the way that you get control Molnir is very similar to the way that you throw the axe in God of War, yeah. which is like a nice little thing. It seems like it has the same kind of weight to yeah. it. Um, but as for the rest of the characters, maybe it's similar to stuff that we've seen before, but with a way better production value. Thing that I've got at the end is a creepy little game called Pokemon Sleep. A Do you want to game. a creepy little game? Do you want to play ding, games in your sleep, ding, mate? Ding, 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 ding. Is that the sound of the demons coming? It's meant to be lavender time. Oh. Call yourself a nerd. I'd, mm, play it backwards and then maybe I'll know. That's the whole sequel thing. Um, but yeah, it's so dangerous to play it backwards. I know, you can't Whoa. do it, not in public. Um, so yeah, the next thing um, in 2020 in terms of big Pokemon releases is Pokemon Sleep. Now, the only details for this have come from the official Twitter account, um, but they wanted to make something that would uh, measure your biorhythms when you're sleeping and your different sort of movements and patterns and things like that. And then it literally says um, that they'll monitor sleeping patterns and it uses a new device called the Pokemon Go Plus um, Plus. It's meant to be Pokemon on go for when you're asleep, however you do that. Uh, it says that you uh, put the device next to your pillow at night to track your sleeping and it sends sleeping information to your smartphone via Bluetooth nope. and they monitor it on their end. Nope. So do you want to constant feeds to Nintendo? 100% that's like, this is like the setup of Kingsman where they're going to have a chip in your head before <laughs> you, like through your sleep. Um, I think, personally, right, okay, right. Go on. Pokemon Go, the one flaw is it with it is you can't play it indoors and you're just sitting down. So like, as in, you can't go and... If you sit in the same place, something will spawn in front of you yeah, eventually. It takes so long. It, it's yeah. not it like walking around. Whereas if you're lying down in bed, like oh, I'm asleep, little machine, <laughs> uh, and you can do stuff with that, I think that's quite good. Um, that it's got that it's like catering to the sleeping market as well, so you can continue to yeah. get all of your eggs, continue to your get your sleep, right? <laughs> I don't know. I the think, marketing writes itself. I just you all have beds, don't you? <laughs> it's true. I think it's really dumb, but I also think it's really funny. I think it's a, like a big banter play off of the whole Pokemon play any anytime, well, every yeah. time, all the time concept. It, like so. it. it it's it's inter- I don't want to use the interesting. It's weird because it freaks me out. Part yeah. of me defaults to the cyberpunk world yeah. of being constantly connected and we're not even real and it's the Matrix and we're all plugged in. And it's like, if you know, you're getting, you're not playing games when you're asleep. That's the one sanctity you we have now. left. You I can know. Now. But, is is no. no one thinking about the, oh, sorry. Is no one thinking about the obvious and that is having a little electronic device on your pillow as you're sleeping. Mm. Hello. Um, it, uh, what if it all goes on? potential brain what frazzling. On, what if it goes on fire? What if it yeah. burns yeah. my face? Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely not. But, but pro- promising. Pro- maybe. It's like it's like maybe. Charmander in real life. That's what it is. Like, whoa, it's I just, I mean, they, like I said, they've released very little for this other than just saying that it's a Pokemon Go for when you're asleep. But it can't possibly require input unless you wake up in the morning. And because there are lots of apps that monitor sleep and will wake you up when you're in uh, when you're not in REM sleep. It'll wake How you up when you're. How does it know I'm sleeping though? Because you don't move as much. What if I'm just lying? Well, I think you set it off when you're about to drift off, I guess. I don't know. You'd need nodes. Like, you'd need to be like... Because, <laughs> like, I mean, like, like I said, there's loads of, like, fitness apps that will wake you up at the right time. It'll monitor when you're in deep sleep because you move less and things like that. So I guess there That's there is an in. attached to a wristband or something that can right. like, touch right? you. Yeah. See, one of my, my old bosses used to just put it under his pillow. It was on yeah. his on his phone and it, it, like, knew when his head was on, where he was on the mm. pillow and everything, don't which, like, kind of freaks me out. Don't your under your pillow. Why? Because you're all going to go on fire and I care about you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so it seems like... I mean, Nintendo are bringing out the... Um, um, the Ring Fit thing later this year as well, <laughs> which I'm so game for. Just this weird. Fit. Have you not seen oh the my ring god, fit have you not thing? seen it? I haven't seen it. You might have been off. It's this thing you squeeze. It's yep. got a big ring, and you squeeze it. It's a giant grey ring, and you put the switch remotes <laughs> into it, and you like squeeze it like that a lot, and you work out. But there's also a game and a campaign. You're taking on an evil bodybuilding demon who you need to go. And, you need to do. You need to work out so you can beat it. 
Literally, none of this is a lie. And you can you do like you can pull arrows with it and stuff. Good. You Good. should you should really Good. watch the trailer. Squeeze the ring. Squeeze the and ring. I started with smashing the ring, and now we get the Elden the ring. ring. Honestly. Point being that Nintendo. I think Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo are very much uh, in the market for doing new stuff. They're, they're in the market for big banter as well. Yeah, they for. they are the biggest banter company. I yeah. love it. Um, but they're the kind of company that prioritizes like the toy side of it, the having fun side of it. So maybe there's something in this that would all go. I can't believe I never played games when I was asleep. And maybe this will be the future. I would like to be it wrong be. about it being lame. I hope this is great. <laughs> you know what? It's 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 like my fitness pal that like promotes you to eat healthier. Mm. Pokemon's gonna make you sleep more and sleep. Yeah, looking much like sleep for sixteen hours. Going, Let me hatch an egg. Like. I think if you wake up and your sort of like movements at night have meant that you've somehow spurred something along, hatched an egg. Maybe you caught a Pokemon because you rolled onto it in digital life. I don't know how it's gonna work. I don't know how they can like map a it. Snorlax. Yeah. One of my like true pleasures in life when I used to be on like mobile games all the time, like tapped out and Jurassic Park Builder. I love Jurassic Park Builder. Uh, all that sort of thing was like leaving it overnight and coming back and seeing everything built in the morning and being able to harvest all my crops right, and right. so being able to do that for Pokemon as well like mm. I, I don't know like having sleep as a mechanic because it's like uses time yep. I always really enjoyed that with mobile I, yeah I like that in State of Decay where um, like you set up a uh, camp and then if you leave the game time mm. doesn't stop so you come back and then like you know things kind of Ooh. most well usually it just meant that loads of raiders had raided your camp yeah. but at least there was like an element of sort of things yeah. carrying on but yes let us what you think down in the comments below of all the various games that we've mentioned and the idea of playing things in your sleep whether you want to or not for now, though, this is as I did a high-pitched thing. For now. For now, though, this has been the World Culture Gaming Podcast, and I've been your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Rachel Shackleton. See you later. And Ash Millman. Goodbye. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.